CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. Mark Striegel here coming at you. Sitting in the parking lot of, uh, let's see, Whole Foods in Union, New Jersey. I just had lunch at Whole Foods in Union, New Jersey. Hometown of the one and only Artie Lang. was happy to see Artie back and about in the public eye these past couple months. He was on Letterman, which I didn't think he was so good on Letterman. Uh, kind of, I mean, he wasn't horrible, but it just didn't have the punch that he usually does. And he was on the Jimmy Kimmel show uh, with his new partner that he's doing uh, this sports radio talk show with. And I thought they were great. Freaking funny stuff. Yeah, so Artie Lang, former Union, New Jersey resident. I think that's where he was born and raised. He lives in Hoboken now. Enough about that. Let's talk some metal. All right, I spoke with John extensively last night. He was telling me all about this accident Ace, Ace has had. Apparently Ace slipped in in his apartment or his girlfriend's apartment i'm not sure i think in san diego and um messed his wrist up pretty bad so let's send out some good get well wishes to the one and only ace freely formerly of kiss i just finished his book that john wrote with him and this is a great read guys it continues i think it's been on the new york times bestseller list for three weeks straight So congratulations to John. I believe John told me it's number 10 this week. So that's awesome. I think it sucks personally. Every time Blabbermouth prints a release about the the Ace Frehley No Regrets book, they leave John's name uh, out of it. Um, And they mention the other guy who is the way I understand it. John had more to do with the book than that other guy. But uh, whatever. I've been going to Brave Words to get all my news lately. Still check out Blabbermouth, but I I don't know. Something about the layout of Brave Words, and I don't really like reading the comments. Honestly, I don't. A lot of negativity out there with those comments, and uh, i just uh, been digging Brave Words lately. I also get a lot of my... My uh, info, my music news in general from a great website called Anti-Music. Tony Kosminski just wrote a write-up on Guns N' Roses' Chicagoland 
Chicago area concert, calling it uh, his favorite show of 2011. Wow, and I know Dan from Chicago, uh, Talking Metal Guy, uh, also said it was better than the 2002 show and the 2006 show that he saw in Chicago. So interesting. Um, I'm told the arena out there was, was just about full, which... I hate to say it, but that sounds like a rarity for this Guns N' Roses tour. Usually it's been about half full. I know when they played New Jersey, remember New Jersey, North New Jersey especially, is the most heavily dense, densely populated area of the country. And they played North Jersey, very close to New York City actually, and they only were able to fill it 70%. And my friend, I was talking to him about this, and he was like, well, seven, only 70%. And I was like, well, 70% is pretty good compared to some of the other shows. And then he reminded me that this is the most populated area of the country, and you'd think they would have done a little bit better um, in North Jersey, but uh, possibly even selling it out. <clears throat> but they didn't. Um, and, you know, Chicago's always been a stronghold for Guns N' Roses. Uh, I did see that 2002 tour. Uh, I flew out there for that. I was with Buckethead before Bumblefoot was in the band, and that show blew my mind. And the intensity and the mystery that surrounded the band, um, and the whole Chinese democracy thing back in 2002, for me personally, was a lot higher than it is now, you know. I know DJ Ashba's in the band. I, I, I mean, I think it's no secret to the people on the forums and the people who listen to the Mark Striegel Show podcast. I'm not quite as excited about Guns N' Roses as I once was. Uh, put some new music out, you know, get some old band members back. Maybe that would pique my interest. Of course, um, I do, uh, I, you know, I do like Guns N' Roses, and I love Chinese democracy. I've said, I've, I think I like Chinese democracy better than Axel that did or does. Um, that's just a guess, but considering how he, uh, really didn't do much to promote it when it came out. Um, found that kind of weird, but I am recording today's podcast on the iPhone using the voice memo feature. I'm sure it sounds worse than normal, but that's the way we're doing it today kind of an experiment so thanks for joining us and here's a little guns and roses
What you just heard was Guns and Roses. Some classic GNR. Always good stuff. Here's a little Black Sabbath. This is Paranoid. Paranoid by the one and only Black Sabbath. Back together. I am excited. You know, I, I initially wasn't. I was kind of like, ah, oh, I'd rather, you know, hear this supposed solo album that, that Ozzy and his band were already working on that was going to return to a more organic rock sound, if you will. Um, but I guess that's obviously on hold. And Rick Rubin is is going to produce a new Black Sabbath record. A new Black Sabbath tour, I'm not totally excited about. Although I probably will check it out when it comes around. I mean, I'm not not excited. It's cool. But uh, the fact that they would do a new album, especially with Rick Rubin, uh, I think is something that could potentially be very exciting for me personally. I am now done with Ace's book, on to Tony Iommi's book, which is another great read. If you haven't read Tony Iommi's uh, autobiography, it is out. And I suggest you pick it up and read it. Oh boy, what else we got going on? This is Highway Pirates. 
by Bullet.
What you just heard was a little Highway Pirates by Bullet. Listen to MarkStriegelRadio.com. When you listen to those streams on MarkStriegelRadio.com, you support me because there's now little 30-second ads that will play, you know, every couple songs you'll get a one 30-second ad. And when you listen to those, I get kickbacks. It actually calculates how many people hear the ads and that... uh, goes right into supporting the stream, supporting what we do here on Talking Metal. So, support Talking Metal, support Mark Striegel by listening to Live 365, Mark Striegel Radio, Stream A and Stream B. You can get there on markstriegel.net. On talkingmetal.com, we have the players up. And also on, of course, markstriegelradio.com. You can also make a PayPal donation. By going to any of those sites I just mentioned and uh, sending me a little cash to show your appreciation for what we do here on Talking Metal. You guys are the best. You continue to support us. You know, and John and I, yeah, had a great conversation last night. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the future holds for Talking Metal. I don't know what the future holds for us. But, you know, it was nice to reminisce about the day where there was really no pod heavy metal podcasts out there i feel like there was one uh entropy i think it was called the uh entropy league podcast and that was like the only other one he started before we did definitely there was of course the rock and roll geek show but i would never call that a heavy metal podcast but i really feel like talking metal was the first 2005 we had appeared on a couple vh1 shows and people were kind of talking about us so we thought it was the perfect time to start a podcast back in 2005. And here we are, 2011, the end of 2011. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. And we look forward to talking to you more. Let me know how this sounds. I, I'm guessing it doesn't sound as good as usual. But I was shocked when I heard Chiaki on one of his podcasts. I get him mixed up, uh, Metal Moments or... Metal Moment or uh, the Japanese Metalhead podcast. He went like fishing or something, and I was listening to it, and I, he was recording it with his iPhone. And it didn't sound great, but it didn't sound bad. So I was like, I, I should try that out, which I've tried this out once already on the Mark Striegel Show podcast, but not on uh, Talking Metal here. So glad to be checking it out. You know, the new Metallica, oh boy, um, new Queensryche. Eh. Well, let's check out the new Queensryche. I, I wish these bands would remember that I think it's really important to preserve the name. I mean, if the guys in Metallica wanted to do a, a whacked-out art record with, with uh, Lou Reed, they should do it. But don't call it Metallica. You know, you know, preserve that name. Keep the brand name strong. Go do a record with Metallica. You know, call it, you know, James, Lars, and Lou or something. You know, but or and, and Kirk or whoever's, you know, Robert or whoever. Whatever you want to do. But you don't need to... To, to fuck up your, your name by putting out just experimental shit. That's my opinion. I mean, Metallica is not fucking, you know, Radiohead or not even Muse for that matter. I think they, they, they at this point in their life, they, they, they in, practically invented, you know, a, a genre. They need to stick with it and stick with the formula. Um, that's, that's my opinion. And it doesn't mean they can't experiment, but, but do it under a different name or something. Keep your brand strong, my friends. And, you know, the new Queensryche, I, I, I don't know. The songs sound good. I guess they're, they're good songwriters, but it just seems a, it's not really 
what I'd like to hear Queensryche sounding like, personally. Uh, having said that, we'll get into some new Queensryche right now. I'd love to see Queensryche come back with, like, a, get a producer in there who could really guide them, bring them back to what made them great back in the Rage for Order, Operation Mindcrime days, and, and, and kind of, like, accepted with the last record, you know, even though you know, Udo wasn't there. It, it really, they, they recaptured their, what Accept is, is, is about their, their, their heart and soul, you know? So I, I'd love to see Queensryche do that. I mean, Metallica kind of did it, you know, uh, two albums ago, but this Lulu thing is a freaking embarrassing, uh, moment again for them. I haven't even really heard it, you know, because it's not on Spotify. I'm not really buying CDs or, or, or downloads anymore. I'm getting all my music basically through Spotify. I did hear a few tracks, and it really, you guys are going to crucify me for this. It really wasn't as horrible as I was expecting. It wasn't Metallica. It wasn't good, and it was just odd. I'd call it strange more than anything, and it wasn't something I wanted to hear from Metallica. So there you go. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a real listen and report back. Here's Queensryche, new Queensryche on the Talking Metal podcast. Send me an email at talkingmetal at yahoo.com.
just getting started.